0: Every week on Brunch, we'll be featuring our guest of the week. These guests are often familiar voices on Radio 3, who we hear from time to time. In this entire week, we'll get to know them a bit better, find out about their childhood and their hobbies, and some of the defining moments of their lives. This week, I'm super delighted to have a wonderful guest on the program. She's no stranger to Radio 3. Benita Chick is a passionate commentator on many different social causes, from sustainability to inclusion and diversity. Born and raised in Hong Kong, she's an accomplished diver, life coach, LGBTQ advocate, founder and CEO of Encompass Hong Kong, which is a local social enterprise that promotes diversity and inclusion. Yesterday, Benita told us about what career she wanted and what she wanted to be. In today's episode, Benita talks about her drive to give back and serve our community and where she got that desire to make Hong Kong a better place. My parents are both very religious
1: and uh, they said uh, if you have the ability, you should serve other people. And I guess I, I, I do feel privileged. Uh, I, I think my upbringing for the most part is very good. Uh, the education I receive uh, and the exposure that I have. And I think definitely uh, the outbound job changes me a lot. Uh, I, uh, before that, I didn't have that uh, really close encounter working with differently abled individuals. Uh, and actually there was a really fun trip that I did uh, when I was 30th. Uh, so, I, so I did this round the uh, uh, Taiwan trip, uh, cycling trip with uh, uh, four differently able individuals so some of them maybe the legs have problems some of them only have one arm Uh, and just just living with them every day and learn from them how they overcome their like uh, disability is uh, it's very it's very enlightening to me and I I feel that oh even they they are with uh, different ability they can still achieve so much is there something I can do to
0: to to help them Yeah, amazing. Do you have any sort of life-changing moments in your life where, you know, sort of gave you an insight about the life that you're living?
1: Uh... It, 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 i I think the two story at our bound so one is uh you, you were mentioning that in our Bound you were jumping off the pier right so there was this one of the student uh, uh in the medical form I as a little boy and I saw that he has PTSD from the tsunami oh. because he was re- witnessing the the Indonesian tsunami and he is very afraid to go to the water so usually we require everybody to jump off the pier because that's our bound requirement but because he has PTSD we were we asked not to ask him too uh, but I think uh, with the encouragement uh, that I give him throughout the week and he can see the people so by the end of the week uh, in the final day he was actually just jumping off well not jumping off but just like stepping off the pier but that was already a very big step for him to overcome his fear to go to like the unknown because he was so afraid of water so that's one story another story is similar um Also with differently abled individuals Uh, So this is a group of 10 uh, 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 Physically disabled And mentally disabled students Uh, They have never been on the beach Uh, They don't know They don't know what stepping on the sand is like
0: How old are they?
1: um, I think maybe about uh, high school, 15,
0: 16. And they've never been to a beach They've never been
1: to a beach, yeah. Uh, because of their disability, they are very afraid of unknown environments. Some of them may be too or different, different type sure. of uh, disorder. So instead of just um, jumping off the pier, I actually spent one hour just holding their hand and walked them down the beach. Just walking down the beach took an hour and uh, maybe the water is just covered the the, the foot a little bit they are not even standing in the water but that's already a very big accomplishment
0: very big step for them yeah so
1: so i think that two story for me is like how how like sometimes we take things for granted like I, i go scuba diving all the time and i don't need to think about going to the water but this means very differently for some other people uh, so uh, at Encompass, what I do, uh, there was one uh, event I did It's called the Green Newman Festival, and we have uh, people of sexual minorities, uh, migrant domestic worker, uh, differently individual aged individuals all together in the same event, and I'm really happy about that. Uh, especially also for the migrant domestic worker, I think in Hong Kong we are very unfair to them. Uh, on, on the Sunday, they have nowhere to go; they they are just in the street in and central. And it's so persevere. hot in Hong Kong. Yeah, and, and they, such long hours. We we just yeah. basically we just thought them they are slaves. They are not part of the community and they cannot interact. So when I do this activity I said I want to invite some of them as a helper, at least they can like enjoy the day the, enjoy the day and yeah. meeting some other people. Uh I wish I could do more of that but now with, with COVID it's very difficult for in person event. But uh uh I feel that was very meaningful and also to I I, I think in Hong Kong the biggest uh, challenges of different marginalized communities is they sometimes they don't talk to each other or they don't um, stand in solidarity. So maybe they, the differently abled and uh, and uh, and the migrant domestic worker, and the ethnic minorities, uh, maybe they face similar challenge. Uh, but it's very few occasions that can bring them together. So that's what uh, why I want to start Encompass. I want to create a community
0: uh, where people can learn from each other and help each other. Yeah, you're so humble as well, Benita. What about that TED Talk that you organized uh, as well? What was that experience like? Uh,
1: so that was back in 2020. So we organized a TED Talk uh, on climate change. It's called TEDx Encompass. Uh, we have 10 speakers uh, from Lam Chiu Ying, uh, Mr. Lam Ying, who is the former Hong Kong director of Observatory. Uh, we have Kamashi, which is a young climate activist. We have David Baker, which is a Marine Rogers. Uh It was a bilingual, well, uh, bilingual event in, in in. In terms of that, uh, half of the program is Chinese, half the program is English, uh, and it's completely free. Everybody can watch it online. Uh, I did it in four months. That was crazy. (laughs) That (laughs) Uh, was amazing. Pull pull off a TED event in in four months. Uh, I learned a lot along the way, and I have some really amazing volunteers who are who are committed to the action. Uh, But uh, yeah, I I'm 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 glad that there is interest in in the event and people
0: find it meaningful. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Yeah, Um, How have you been spending your pandemic times then with with the new way of living? Uh, Benita, you strike me as a type of person who's very adaptable. Have you shifted a lot of your things online? Are you able to work from home? What's that uh, experience been like for you?
1: Oh, so yes, uh, I think in the beginning of the pandemic, it was it was really frustrating uh, to move everything online, especially since a lot of uh, my uh, activities are very interactive. And I remember in in two thousand twenty in the summer, I was devastated. I was uh, I was planning for I was planning for a lot of trips because we a diving trip, control. not not diving trip. i I'm, back then. You can't already. It, the traveling is already very tricky. Um, uh, that was 2020 summer. Oh. Uh, but I planned a lot of local tours uh, for my for my guests, and then I, I, I remember, it, I think it was third wave or something, and everything shut down. Uh, the government say uh, you, you cannot organize any trip, no four people rule, and it was very frustra- frustrating, extremely frustrating. Uh, and then I, it, it's actually because of that frustration, I started the TEDx Encompass Compass uh, talk. I said, why don't we, we do something positive and do it online so everybody can participate. Uh, and and then I also did um, uh, a lot of online workshops uh, uh, for for the community. Uh, mo- uh, all of them are free. So sometimes I talk about topics like circular economy, donor economics, some sustainability topics. And and what's interesting for me to to when I do this program is usually if I have a group of twenty, at least a third of them is not from Hong Kong. Yeah, they are international audience, uh, which uh, they want to learn about the topic. They want to I- interact with somebody from Hong Kong, and I just sort of created this like online community where people can can chat with each other. So that was, that was that was quite fun. That's yeah. something
0: really quite amazing that's come out because of the pandemic from yeah. your, from your frustration. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that international... I mean, before, if you don't amazing. do uh, online event, you wouldn't imagine that you have somebody from London, South Africa, India to, to join your event. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, you, and you plan very amazing events, very diverse as well. I remember one time you had uh, Marco uh, uh, talk about yeah. insects. Yeah. And, you know, th- that was you know a, a topic that I'd never thought about, you know, thinking about watching a Zoom. But, you know, he shared his slideshows and everybody started asking questions. Yeah, yeah. It's really quite remarkable. Yeah,
1: huh? you'll be amazed how many people in Hong Kong love love bugs? <laughs> there's a, I don't know if you know, there's a Facebook group called Bug City Hong Kong.
0: Yeah, why is there so many people who are into bugs? You know, <laughs> I, I used to think it was quite a niche thing, but people really are fascinated with the bugs of Hong Kong.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's a whole community out there. They go like taking pictures, identifying, and, and I think it's great. It's a great hobby. Uh, uh, for me, more recently, I learned bird watching. <laughs>
0: So bird watching is something new to me. Before I'm just like, oh, they're very far away. I don't know what they're doing. Which is well, we'll get to that. We'll get okay. to hobbies. But our listeners will have to tune into tomorrow's episodes uh, to find out more about Benita's uh, hobbies. Thank you, Benita.